Absolutely, absolutely, man. So I'm excited to do this show because there are many people who have things to say about the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. However, right. he's already spoken for himself and explained himself. And uh, there's an audio, I believe, uh, a few people or quite a few people have not heard. And it's of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan being invited by Yusuf Bay in California at Your Muslim Bakery. And he wanted the minister was under the under the impression that he was coming to speak to the believers. But when he got there, Silas was there. Now, those who don't know, Silas has another version of the Nation of Islam. Then you got Eric who got that Nation of Islam. You got the son of man who got his Nation of Islam. So there's many different kinds of people who say that the messenger was talking about them or they're following the true teachings and all these different things. But the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan went into that. You hear the students talk about it and debate about who's who. And of course, the students is going to back up their teacher and whoever they're following. But the minister himself has already talked about it. And when I heard this audio, I said, man, this is something that needs to go out there because this is real nation of Islam history. Because when they was at this place where they were speaking, you know, multiple groups was there and the minister spoke on it. He spoke about right. he spoke on these different groups. He spoke on his perspective on how he sees them. He spoke on how the Honorable Elijah Muhammad talked about him. And most importantly, for those who keep bringing it up, the minister deviated. The minister is a hypocrite. Well, he said he turned hypocrite to in a measure, but it was unwittingly. It wasn't on purpose. It was because he really loved us. And what I mean by that, he's going to explain uh, in this. So he talks about why he ended up following uh, Worth, uh, Worth, uh, Dean Muhammad. And for those who don't know, that is the, uh, Honorable Elijah Muhammad's, uh, son who, uh, said that he disagreed with some things and he started to go towards Sunni or more so as you, as, as some may say, Orthodox Islam. And, uh, the minister followed him, uh, for a measure of time. And we're going to go into why here today. So I'm going to start off with this audio and I want you guys to listen closely to the minister uh, speaking here. It's going to be a long, uh, a pretty long podcast here, but uh, bear with us. All praise to Allah. In the name of Allah, who came in the person of Master Farad Muhammad, the one God to whom all praise is due, the Lord of the world. We thank Allah for his coming. And we thank him for giving to us his true servant, his last apostle, our messenger, the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. I greet you again, my beloved brothers and sisters. Assalamu alaikum. Let me see if there's a if this is a better quality family. One second. Oh, he's coming. Yeah, this is a better quality right here. Let me. I'm gonna play this one. Honorable Elijah Muhammad, I greet you again. Let me see. Yeah, this is a better quality right here. My beloved brothers and sisters, brother Silas Muhammad. So as you can hear, he just said, brother Silas. So listen. To brother Bay. Brother Silas Muhammad, Sister Muhammad, Sister Tanetta Muhammad, 
to the followers of Brother Silas Muhammad. To those who follow the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, who also, I should say, follow Silas Muhammad, and those who are followers of the Messenger of Allah. So as you can hear here, the minister is, is, is pretty much letting us know, not necessarily letting us know, but he's naming who's in the room so you can tell already there's different factions, different groups in the room with the minister speaking at this point. I thank Brother Bay for this invitation extended to us a few weeks ago to come and talk to the Muslims of this area. I'm very honored to be here and very grateful to Allah for the chance to sit and listen to my brother and the spirit of my brother and the commitment of my brother to that which he believes and feels is the divine truth. I said to Brother Bay a few weeks ago that I would be happy to come and see the Muslims and let the Muslims see me. And as we practice under the teachings of the Messenger to search everyone 100% before admitting them into the temple. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad was giving us a very profound lesson. Now, uh, before I continue, I want to give you guys a little context for those who just came in. This is 1979 at your Muslim bakery. All right. Uh, the description says Minister Louis Farrakhan addresses an audience of followers of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad at the invitation of Yusuf Bay of your Muslim bakery in Oakland. All right. Among those in attendance are Yusuf Bay, Silas Muhammad and Jabril Muhammad. And Mother Tynetta was there as well. That not only should we search 100% before permitting anyone into the temple, but we must search ideas 100% before we admit them into the real temple, which is our mm, Think about that. Stop everything at the gate post of the ear and search it out mm, mm, mm. for the truth of it. 
If it is truth, accept it. If it is truth, follow it. If in doubt, hold fast to what you know is the truth until the doubt is removed. The Messenger of Allah said that when it gets dark, brother, the righteous don't move in darkness. He said, you wait for the flash of lightning and it will light up things in an instant, then make a few steps and then stop. And when the light comes on again, you make a few steps. We live in a time of great, great, great confusion. And in this time of confusion, we just can't move confused. You have to stand and stop and study and ask Allah, as it is written in his Holy Quran, to guide us on the right path. I listened very carefully to Brother Muhammad. Much of what he said, I can agree with. So Silas spoke before him. I don't have but that. I did not come here tonight to argue with him. Nor did I come here tonight to try or attempt to sit him down with what I believe to be the truth. This time that we are living in is a time of the manifestation of defects. It's not a lightweight time, it's a very serious time and those of us who sincerely and seriously are committed to the Honorable Elijah Muhammad have to search deeply within ourselves because this day and this time Almighty God is trying the hearts of men to bring out of us things that we didn't even know was in us both good and evil mm. not an easy time, but it's a time divinely prepared for a good, good end. Those of you that I know who were followers of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad when he was among us, each one of us went through certain things in our personal life in the nation. We all had ups and downs. We all had ins and outs. And this Quran teaches us 
that we would be tried severely at least once a year. Mm. At least once. At least. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad, the greatest and the wisest of them all, a man whom we can agree met with God, walked with God, talked with God, was infused with the mind, the will, and the spirit of God. That man is unusual to us because we grew up in hell with no knowledge of self, no knowledge of anyone else. He's right. We grew up in the old world following after the old man, Yakub's grafted devil. 100% right. Profound. Elijah Muhammad was strange. And we who followed him attempted to follow him. We were not wise to his ways because the ways of God are not the ways of man. It is written in the scriptures, my thoughts are not your thoughts. My ways are not your ways. My ways are not your ways. I am from all right, guys, so what's going to happen here, there is going to be some pauses because there's a uh, there's different, that's like a 12-part series. So when it stops like that, I just got to go to the next video. Above, while you are from beneath. It is very difficult to understand a man who has met with God and comes to teach us that we are God mm. and we are a member of the divine family of God, and we have been taught all our lives in America that we are not only not God, but not even human. And here's a man with the seemingly impossible task of bringing the God power that is buried within the nature of the black man up to the surface. And he's dealing with trifling, foolish people who fight him every step of the way. That's right. Now, I want to give a little context for those who just came in. This is 1979. The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan speaking at the invitation of Yusuf Bey at, at your Muslim bakery in Oakland. Now, this is 1979. Four years after the departure of the Honorable uh, Elijah Muhammad. So think about the different mindsets that's going on here, the different groups. Now, I want you guys to take the principles and the mindset of the minister and kind of look at today. Whenever the minister departs, whenever that time is, I don't know when that time is, but I'm sure some of these same things will start to happen. Some of these same, you know what I mean, Uh, 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 words and, you know, they say he said this, well, he said this, well, it may happen. We don't know. So we right. must study this because this is some real, real history of the nation of Islam. And again, Silas was here. The minister was here. Yusuf Bey was here. <coughs> Brother uh, Jabril was here. Mother Tarnetta. So this is some real history of the nation of Islam. So Brother Bey, 
had trials that were common to all of us, but he had unique trials that were only his own. Brother Silas Muhammad partook of common trials of the nation, but he had unique trials all his own. Brother Farrakhan shared common trials, but he had unique trials that were uniquely mine. But the trials were not meant to destroy us or harm us or hurt us. They were meant to purify things that were in us that had to come to the surface in order for us to see ourselves as we really are, mm. then repent and come to the righteousness of God. Wow. Brother Silas Muhammad, I want to say this to you. Very frankly, I admire your work. I thank God for the good that I see you doing. Listen to the mind of the minister, man. I long to see clean-looking Muslims again. I long to see clean sisters again. After that beautiful image and picture that the messenger gave us was destroyed. I'm proud of the clean brothers and the clean sisters that I see. I cannot knock good, no. But brothers and sisters, oh. when you talk about unity, we can't force unity now or then. The Holy Quran says, you are on the brink of a pit of fire and Allah saved you from it and He united your hearts and you became brethren. We can't do it on our own. Allah has to do it, but He can't unite oil and water. He can't unite hypocrites and believers. Wow. He can't unite right and wrong. He can't unite light and darkness. He can't unite truth and falsehood. So all of this has to come to the surface, be made manifest, and a separation take place. Mm. Wow. Uh, no, I don't need that. Think about that. And I don't want that. But just think I'm of the humility of the ministry right section. there. You're not lying. Don't even want applause. For real. And, and and I love when he says that because he's he's truly showing that ain't what he's doing it for. Right. Yeah. Out here, those who came with Brother Muhammad, that don't make it true because we cheer for it. I think my brother is serious. And I respect his serious commitment. And I hope that he will also respect mine. Because I too, Brother Muhammad, have not come to play. I too, Brother Muhammad, have come for war. I too, Brother Muhammad, am in pain because my Lord's name has been trampled in the mud. And I too desire to lift up his name as the scripture teaches, if I be lifted up from the earth, I will draw all men unto me. 
You have not been crushed to earth, but he has. You are new, Brother Muhammad, on this job. But your teacher and mine, your father and mine, for 44 years worked in behalf of not just a few of us who knew him, but everything he did, every thought he had was for every black man, woman, and child on the earth. We may not have seen the wisdom in what he did, neither did the Moses of the Holy Quran who followed after the wise man. He didn't understand everything the wise man did, therefore there came a parting of the ways. We may not have understood everything the messenger did, and maybe we'll live a long time before we come to understand what that mighty man did while he walked among us. Every trial that came to you, Brother Bay, to you, Brother Muhammad, to me, and to each one of you who were a part of the Nation of Islam, some of you I remember seeing years ago, those trials were to manifest mm. those who would be the laborers that Almighty God would use in this that is called the second term or the second dispensation or what Wallace Muhammad calls a second resurrection. But there can't be a second resurrection until and unless there's a second death. Mm. And he produced the second death Wow. Which brings the necessity of a second resurrection. Wow. wow. Look at that. Somebody asked, uh, what was this before the fall? This was 1979. I, uh... After the fall. Did not come here tonight to represent myself. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad told me, he said, Brother, you make my great commission known. That's right. And I will represent you to the people. Mm. So if I start running through books to try to find where I think I am, I may be exercising vanity. Uh. And to tell you the truth, what I've been through in the last few years, I know what vanity can lead us to. Sometimes when you reach the top of the mountain, you forget what the valley is. And God can take you to the top of the mountain and he can drop you all the way down in the valley. But when he takes you to the top of the mountain, know that that's a trial to see how you act. Mm. And then he'll drop you down in the valley to see how you act. And if it pleases him, he'll bring you back again. Mm. Holy Quran 
teaches us and they say that when we have become as dust will we be raised again Allah said that's easy for me and it is Allah says he is the one who gives life causes life to grow then brings us back to the worst part of life where after knowing we know nothing mm. and this is what condition the nation is under spiritually we came into the greatest knowledge ever given to a people in the history of the world and after knowing many if not most fell under deceit Mm. And after knowing, acted like we knew nothing. But that is yet not for the destruction of the nation. That is for the purification and the final separation of the hypocrites from the true believers. Mm. After God is gone, after the man is gone to deceive the woman. The scholars and scientists of religion say that whenever God sends a prophet, he's always a singular man, alone, by himself, with the help of God. The making of a woman from the rib, as the rib is that which protects I'm sorry, y'all. I think this accidentally skipped a part. I think this skipped part three. Let me go to part three. What's your thoughts so far, though, Brother Malcolm? Brother, it, it, just, it just shows the complete selflessness of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan wanting to see Brother Silas, Brother uh, Yusef Bey successful in their mission and, 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 and purpose and cause and the resurrection and the betterment of the condition of our people, you know. And the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan is constantly going back to the Holy Quran. He's going back to Bible scriptures. He's going back to the words of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad so the people can stay focused and stay on course And, and because, you know, when we make it about ourselves, then, you know, it becomes vanity. You right. know, what I, know what I mean? And it can be mistaken as um, the, the minister's words and actions can be mistaken as, you know, he's trying to sit himself above these other brothers who have these other groups. But that's not the, the minister's intentions at all. His intention is just to make his father the most honorable Elijah Muhammad's name known once again because his name was being dragged through the mud Indeed. when when yeah, when everyone else was scared to mention the name of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. I see Anthony said, How can I join the Nation of Islam? I live in Atlanta, Georgia. Just go to uh the Atlanta uh just just Google Atlanta Nation of Islam. Uh maybe somebody can contact you. Uh type in Atlanta Nation of Islam on, on Facebook and the video sh- and the the page should pop up. Peace, family. Thank you for checking out the Brother Ben X podcast. Many people are wondering, what can I do now since digital real estate closed on October the 1st? 
I still want to learn how to make money on social media. I still want to learn how to market. And I still want to learn how to build my brand. Well, there's one more way that you can do it. It's a couple ways, but I want to tell you all about the ABS tribe. The ABS tribe is weekly coaching every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday for only $50 a month. If you are looking for accountability, if you're looking for a group of people that's willing to inspire you, help you out, support you, encourage you, you want to get inside of our ABS tribe because every Tuesday and Thursday, me and brother Jake or one of our more top million dollar friends or six figure friends are on teaching you every single week. If you want to join the ABS tribe, go to www.whatisabstribe.com, www.whatisabstribe.com. Atlanta Nation of Islam. Here we go. We back at part three. In 1973, oh yeah, we can't miss this part. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad said to me, and I'm quoting him, maybe others of you heard him say it. He said, brother, I don't like to think about it. I don't like to talk about it. But the nation is going to take a dive for the second time. Mm. He said it's going to go all the way down to nothing. When he saw the pain come into my face, he said, but don't worry, brother. It will be rebuilt. And it will never fall again. I didn't understand what he meant. I didn't say, well, dear apostle, how is it going to fall? You probably heard the messenger say that when Master Farad Muhammad was with him, he would just say, yes, sir. Sometimes Master Farad Muhammad would say things to him and he said he didn't know how to say nothing else but, yes, sir. And that's the way we were with the messenger. He would say things and we didn't even have the, enough intelligence to come back and question him further. We would just say, yes, sir. And then go home and mull it over or think it over. And I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, that the fall of the nation... on the surface was due to corruption but the fall of the nation was divinely written mm, think about that in order to right. produce the rise of the people out there let us see how would the nation fall as brother Muhammad said it would fall by deceit but you can't be deceived unless there's something weak in you. And if we were deceived, then there's something inside that the deceit manifests in the one that is deceived. Mm. Just bear with me a few minutes. There is nothing that has happened in the nation, to the nation, that our messenger didn't see foresee and tell us about the messenger of Allah 
said he was the last of the prophets. Because it's only the old world that needs prophets. Because prophets, he said, are the stars of God. They don't come when something is right. They come because something is wrong. They come like a sheriff flashing their badge under the authority of God. They come to arrest evil and the evil doers. Powerful. Prophets didn't come into the world or need to come into the world until evil came into the world. In the hereafter, you won't need prophets. Hmm. Because prophets are raised to explain and to lift fallen humanity. But in the hereafter, if we are able to get through the fall of this world into the next, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said it would be perpetual prophets. No more rise and fall, spiritual night and day, it will be continuous day, continuous progress in the hereafter. In the book of Genesis, the Genesis starts off telling us about a man whom God made. And the Honorable Elijah Muhammad did say that that man that God made, he was talking about Yaqub and a made devil. But there is also a spiritual counter-relationship or relationship to every physical thing that we read. Mm. Notice in the Genesis. God makes a man. He gives the man divine orders. Don't eat of this tree in the middle of the garden. Eat from everything else. God makes the man, makes the woman from the rib of man, according to the book. Then he gives instruction. Now while he's giving instructions, the serpent evidently was right there listening as the serpent is always listening when God is given instruction because among the righteous as brother said and he's absolutely correct there has always been this weak germ that had to be manifest so we could see the turmoil that has been going on within the original nation ever since our deportation from moon when the messenger taught us of a dissatisfied scientist. Mm. Is that right? Yes, sir. Now, what was he telling us these things for? Why did he say operate on a nation? <clears throat> because he said there was a seed in there that had to be removed in order for a perfect world to come into existence. Mm. He took the drama that has been going on 
in the black man gave it form and gave it power to give us an example of what would happen if evil gets the upper hand over righteousness. Look at that. Mm. Mm. Now, brothers and sisters, just as Adam was given Eve as a help me, God goes, then Adam goes, then the serpent comes. Isn't that something? As long as God was present, as long as God was present, Adam stayed on his post. Mm. Eve was in check. Serpent present, but couldn't come forward. Think about that. But when God went and left Adam, Adam went and left Eve, then comes the serpent to say to Eve, in modern kind of slang words, say, uh, girl, mm. Eve, listen. Science says that Eve ate of the forbidden fruit. They call it apple. The messenger said when you eat apples from somebody, that means you ate their philosophy. Mm. You ate their ideology. You ate a teaching that we would command it to deny. And we are commanded <coughs> to deny truth mixed with falsehood. Hey, hey, Brother Ben. Yes, sir. And and just listening to to the minister, he's pointing out certain personalities or mentalities that can be within any organization, you know. And he ref him referring to God can be the leader of that organization. Adam being the members of that organization, Eve being a uh a a um. Uh, either a weak believer, a weak member, or a dissatisfied member, and the serpent being a, either an outright hypocrite or the enemy. Mm. You know, so I'm just picking up on the science on what the minister is teaching on. Indeed, indeed. Shoot, that can also, you know, if, if anybody want to go further, you know, uh, the conscious mind, he, she being subconscious mind. Once you trick the subconscious mind, the subconscious mind can take over the conscious mind. So mm -hmm. if I'm driving in the car, songs is going into my subconscious mind. Now, three weeks later, four weeks later, I'm singing this song as if I studied it, but I didn't. It's because it got into my subconscious now and then came over to my conscious. So it's, it's many right. ways we can look at it now. Right. The serpent made an interpretation of God's orders to Adam and to Eve. And after the serpent made that interpretation, Adam, I mean Eve, yielded. Adam comes back, he yields, and both of them find themselves with their eyes coming open and then dying. Mm. God's orders were... You eat that fruit, the day you eat it, you will surely die. The devil's suggestion was, no, you won't. Your eyes going to come open. Right. God is really trying to keep you from seeing that you could become his equal. 
Mm. That's the suggestion. Now that same picture that you see in Genesis, God making a man. The man is alone. From the man comes a woman to help the man. Then the serpent comes. Okay, so that's so he says the woman is alone to help the man. Then the serpent comes along. Then uh, here goes part four. God is gone after the man is gone to deceive the woman. The scholars and scientists of religion say that whenever God sends a prophet, he's always a singular man, alone, by himself, with the help of God. The making of a woman from the rib, as the rib is that which protects the lungs and is an encasement for the heart, and the lungs is that which takes in air which is called inspiration. So a prophet from the inspiration of God and out of the love of truth speaks that truth and forms a community to help that prophet to meet the commitment of the will of God. And the duty of the community is to obey that prophet. The community is to obey Adam, or the woman was to obey the man. Now, what are we getting at? It is the disobedience to God's divine law that brings the fall. But none of us would disobey God knowingly, except the devil. So in order to get us to disobey God, it has to be camouflaged in deceitful language. All right. When God came back, they didn't even see him coming back. They just heard his feet, according to the Genesis, walking in the garden, and they begin to tremble. Now, how does that relate to us today? The Honorable Elijah Muhammad, in his person, in the wisdom that God brought him, was the seed of a new world. He was the genesis of a new world, for as God formed all things out of total darkness, so did he. Allah, form us out of triple darkness. That's right. And there was one man standing in America in 1934 when the nation fell for the first time. It was Elijah Muhammad who stood, or who was stood up by Master Farad Muhammad in 1934. And Master Farad Muhammad said, Here, Kareem. Kareem. Here, Kareem. They had been Here, Kareem. Kareem was his name. And making their choices up to that time, 
But Master Farad Muhammad said, If you, according to what the messenger told us, since you've made your choices, would you like for me to make one? And they said, Yes, sir. He said, Well, here, Kareem. He was sitting in the back, according to what we were taught. And Master Farad Muhammad called him up and said, Hear him. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad said to me, when Master Farad Muhammad was getting ready to go, and when I say said to me, that don't mean he didn't say it to some of you. But I wasn't there when he spoke to some of you, but I know what he said to me. And if you heard it also, you can bear with me. He said that when Master Farad Muhammad was ready to go, he said, Brother, you don't need me anymore. And Honorable Elijah Muhammad said to him, Oh, yes, I do. He said, Oh, no, you don't. He said, Oh, yes, I do. And the Savior said, No, you don't. And he told me, when Master Farad Muhammad left him, he looked out his window and the tears rolled down his cheek for his best friend whom he had been with night and day for three years and four months or so had left him and he was all alone with nobody because those that were taught of Master Farad Muhammad should have heard the man that Elijah Muhammad said they should hear. But after Master Farad Muhammad was gone, that's when all the trouble broke out. Hell broke loose. The messenger said he had a hypocrite in his family, his brother, Kalat. Mm, history. Is that right? Many people said, look, why should we listen to him? We heard the prophet too. He was trying to bring them up into a better knowledge of Master Farad Muhammad. Now I want to stop right here real quick because this is the history that I was looking for written. Right. There was people who didn't want the Honorable Elijah Muhammad to be picked because they felt like I knew Master Farah Muhammad. Fast mm-hmm. forward to 2020, fast forward up until now, there are those of, 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 of our people who saying, well, I don't agree with the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan being picked because I, I knew that I had the teachings of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. But as the minister says, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad was giving them a greater knowledge into who Master Far Muhammad was because there are still those among us who say Master Far Muhammad never <clears throat> called himself God. Well, the right. Elijah Muhammad brought us up into that understanding and the right. minister is bringing us up into a deeper understanding now and the same problem that they had with the Honorable Elijah Muhammad is the same problem people are having today with the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. So I want to hear that. And that's a beautiful connection because also... During the time of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad and his history with Master Far Muhammad, Master Far Muhammad gave the people a choice to choose who they wanted, but instead he chose who he wanted instead. 
And we know that during the time when the messenger was making his departure, you know, many people felt that Wallace was the one who should have been in charge of the nation of Islam. And they disregarded the most honorable Elijah Muhammad's choice, who was the honorable minister Louis Farrakhan at that time. So they had many connections and correlations uh, to those errors. Indeed. And they said he's trying to make something out of himself. And they began to plot against his life. Brother Muhammad, can nobody kill nobody whom God is with. Mm. And if you say you are a prophet of Allah, that's Allah's business with you. And nobody can set you down but the God that you say you represent. Now, if wow. you are false, then the God knows it. Mm. And the God will answer. <coughs> and if you are true, then God will manifest that truth so there don't have to be no little cheap debate. Come on. No say. Little room That's like what the scripture this. say. Brother Muhammad, this is not the place where God answers. In right. argument over words that I can see and you can see, but we perceive differently. Right. That's what I'm saying. We all can look at a mountain, but we see it differently. We all can look at a man and see him differently. We all can look at the Quran and see it differently because our experience, our upbringing, our, our development makes us see things differently. But when God got his hand on a man, at some point in time, all will be made to see and bear witness or die. This Bible, where you quote from, Brother Muhammad? Somebody says you're telling half-truths. Uh, Elijah Muhammad was clear, and it was not his job to choose his successor. He was clear on that. Uh, I don't know what was said in this video that was half-truth. Uh, I said exactly uh, what it was, and I'll let the minister speak for himself on that because he is going to bring up something that the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said. Not only that he said to him, but he said to everyone for everyone to hear. Um, also, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said that he is not the eternal leader. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad is the eternal leader of That's the right. Nation of Islam. He's just the representative in that seat, which you probably heard yourself. So I don't know what high truth you're talking about. And just to add to that, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan was not a successor of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. And he told, told us that in his Savior's Day lecture when he said that there was nothing that the Honorable Elijah Muhammad had that was passed down to him. The Nation of Islam wasn't passed down to him. He didn't receive any finances. He didn't receive anything. He rebuilt the Nation of Islam literally from nothing. When Wallace Muhammad had the Nation of Islam books locked up in the safe, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan spent hundreds of thousands of dollars he spent, to get he, the he, messenger's he, he, books back. He spent specifically $19,000 to get the books back, right. spent his lecture money to buy uh, the land back. Then he spent his lecture money to get the final call. So, mm -hmm. and then he, and then he uh, 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 was the one really behind buying the mosque back, raising right. it up, doing all that. So the minister has sacrificed time at the time. And Hey, if you disagree with this and, and what we're saying, continue to hear from the minister himself because it's all about to be revealed.
But uh, you also, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was gonna say he said, but he did choose Farrakhan because the moment he sat the minister in his seat and he told the people to look at him. Go wherever he said go and stay from wherever he stay from. Why? Because he's a humble man. He doesn't, he's not going to take all the work and say, this is what I have done. Yeah, the minister, Look what Allah has done. Yeah, the minister, so, he, he going to get into that on, on in the thing. Right. All right. He, yes, he sir. He going to get into that. 18 and 18 says that if a man prophesies in the name of God and he's not from God, it ain't for nobody else to sit him down. It's for God to sit him down because he's lying on God's name. Mm. That ain't got nothing to do with me because I have not said I was no prophet. I'm not a prophet. I'm just a follower of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. That's all I want to be. But every one of us could claim it. If we followed the messenger exactly as the messenger say, we would have to say we were prophets like Moses. I can't condemn that, Brother Muhammad, because the Honorable Elijah Muhammad is the Moses. But all I can say is he's more than Moses. He's the whole book in my judgment because he said, According to the scripture, you look at the scripture and in them you think you have life, but they testify of me. For it is written in the 40th chapter of Psalms, and lo, I come in the volume of the book. The messenger said this to us many times. In his lecture, The Theology of Time, he said, I am a fulfiller. Fulfiller. He said, the only reason you think that I've done things wrong is because you don't know what the last one is to look like. Mm. He said, the last one fulfills or touches the lives of every prophet that ever lived before him. Dear beloved brother Muhammad, you just started a few years ago. But Elijah Muhammad's life touched every one of the prophets. Not just Moses, he touched Abraham, he touched Noah, he touched Lot. Where did he touch them? Let's go after it. Let's go after it, my dear beloved. Well, he finna break down these prophets, boy. And I don't go after this in no spirit of ugliness. Because I love that man. And I love what he produced. And I love these brothers. Uh, the way they look and the way they believe. I'm not against this. I fight for this and preserve this with my life. I won't call you, brother, no hypocrite. I won't call you no false man. I never have said that. No, no, no. I have said to Brother Muhammad what I disagreed with him on. And my... That's all right. It did fall, but it's going to be lifted up again, and those that's going to lift him up are right in this room. <laughs> Beloved, I, I just beg you to reason with me. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad's life is, is so profound and so unique that he touched Abraham. Mm. 
He touched Noah. He touched Lot. Do you remember when Abraham... Sarah was barren, couldn't produce a child for Abraham. Abraham went into his handmaiden, right? Or her handmaiden, Hagar. And Hagar gave Abraham his first child. I said he mortgaged his home, used money from his lectures, 19000 for the books back. And I said he was the one behind raising the money uh, for the mosque. <clears throat> so, of course, he didn't do everything literally uh, alone if he's behind helping to raise or to get others to be involved. That doesn't nobody here said all alone. Every single thing was all alone. All of a sudden, Sarah causes Abraham to put. That wife and that child out in the wilderness. Now, if you were a contemporary of Abraham, you might be tempted to misjudge him and say, look at that evil, wicked man throwing his wife or his wife out of the house after she gave him that beautiful child. But in the wilderness, when that woman was running with that little baby looking to the hills for help, Yet under her foot, the scripture says, was a bubbling well. That was to teach the wives today of the honorable Elijah Muhammad that yes, you fulfilled that you were running in the wilderness, but when he wasn't caring for you, there was a God that was looking after you and your babies until the time came right that you could come home. He touched that scripture. Abraham, oh yeah, Abraham was a friend of God, never was there a friend of God, more friend than the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. Never was there a man more in the bosom of God than the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. How can you prove it? Abraham never had what Elijah had to face. That's powerful. There wasn't no prophet of the past that ever faced what the messenger had because the messenger, the last one, was seen in the midst of four beasts. And you know what a beast does to a lamb. Mm. But the Honorable Elijah Muhammad didn't walk a day. He didn't walk a month. He didn't walk a year. He walked 44 years in the midst of vicious beasts and they shut their mouths at that man. He was in the bosom of God. Noah had some sons. And after Noah preached 120 years, one son, well, the Bible says a little different than the Holy Quran. The Bible says that his family got in the ark. And after the ark landed, Sometime later, they said Noah got drunk. After the Noah was naked, under what the Bible calls drunkenness, he had three sons. One of them mocked the father's nakedness. Yeah. According to the Bible. Listen. Two of the sons 
wouldn't look on their father's nakedness, but refused and covered him over. Think about that. And Noah cursed that son that was an ungrateful son. See, what I want to point out about that. It don't God God is not a respecter of persons. That's right. All, all that all what his son said or his son did this or somebody's son so what? That ain't got nothing to do with the person. That's right. All right, just cuz if if a son deviate, that ain't got nothing to do with the person. If a son That's say right. he don't believe in something, that ain't got nothing to do with the person. Clearly shows that right here in the scripture. So using that a son says something or even a daughter says something could to condemn the man Ain't a valid argument, by the right. way. Just and want, just and, and they use that a lot with uh, Iman Wharf D. Muhammad. You know, oh, he didn't believe uh, his father in the first place because his father didn't have the real Islam. So they condemn the most honorable Elijah Muhammad just based on what his son said or taught. Absolutely. After the father got his nest itself, out of the flood, he turns and mocks his father's condition. The father's condition wasn't a trial for the father. Mm. The father's condition was a trial for his son. Come on. Because there was something hiding in the heart of that son that had to be made manifest. Mm. Wow. And only those kind of conditions could bring out of that ungrateful, wretched heart what lay hidden there. But mm. we move on through. The That's, that is profound. Brothers and sisters. Wow. The Holy Quran said Noah had a son. And that son, hear me, beloved brothers and sisters, that son didn't believe in his father. When the father gave the... All right, family, it's 10 here. I'm already saying we probably not going to make this whole video. This is probably going to be part one. And if Brother Malcolm is free, uh, we'll do a part two tomorrow. I'm going to do a part two tomorrow. If he's free, he can join on. Part two right. is going to be tomorrow to finish everything out. So I, I don't think we're going to finish this whole thing, but we're going to go as long as we can. The command to get into the ark, the son said, no, I will betake myself to the mountain. Noah went out and pleaded to God for the life of his son because like any father, he loved his child. But what was God's answer according to the Holy Quran? He said, look, I know best who your son is. Mm. If you plead for him one more time, I'll throw you along with the rest of the unjust. He is not your son. He is the very embodiment of evil. Wow. That's the Holy Quran balance with the Bible. The messenger touched the life of Musa in the cave. And he touched the life of Lot in Sodom and Gomorrah because the messenger had hypocrites among his wives. Didn't he? Those of you who know, you know. And those of you who don't know, you come into the knowledge of it. But he touched the life of Noah. He touched the life of Lot. He touched the life of Abraham. He touched the life of Musa. 
Because Moses went up into the caves and hillsides of Europe to lift up a serpent. And the Bible says, as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so shall the Son of Man be lifted up. You need civilizing. And that's why in the lessons it said, why did Musa have a hard time to civilize the devil 2000 B.C.? The question is, but the question is not why did Musa have a hard time civilizing the devil. The question is why did God ask why? Think about that, family. Wow. So, so it's not just the question. Why did God even ask the question? I heard the minister talk about this one time. He said it's because he wants us to get up into the mind of God, not just right. becoming ritualistic. I can I know the supreme wisdom, or I know the degrees, as my five percent of brothers would say. It's not just mm-hmm. about knowing it by heart. That's like knowing the scripture by heart. That's right. like knowing the Quran by heart. But he wanted us to get up into the mind of even God and why he even asked. The question. So as we going over our supreme wisdom, family, don't just try to uh, memorize it in your heart like it says do and and, and continue Mm -hmm. to study it. But ask yourself, why did even why did God ask that? And that's going to get us in a a, a more uh, closer relationship into that mind, because we already know the scripture says your ways are not my ways. Your thoughts are not my thoughts. So the way that we close that gap is by. Uh, closing the gap in our thinking with the God, and that's how we're going to elevate ourselves. So I just want to. It's commission as well too, being able to hear and obey. That's one of the main things that the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan is trying to get us to understand. With the messenger during the time of Mass for Muhammad, the re- reason why they were able to get where they were are at now because they were able to hear and obey. Submission. Because he knew that Elijah Muhammad would have a hell of a time trying to civilize you and me while at the same time battling the most wicked, vicious enemy that even the prophetic symbolic picture of Pharaoh don't do no damn justice to. Pharaoh and Egypt don't do no justice to what the real Moses went through. I agree with you, brother. That picture of Moses don't show Pharaoh's sagacity. That picture of Moses don't show a man using mind-controlled drugs. That picture of Pharaoh don't show him so cunning he can suggest into your subconscious mind things that you don't even know are there and make you an enemy of your own self and an enemy of your own people. That that biblical picture don't show that. It gives you a hint of it. So the messenger fulfilled Musa, and he fulfilled the Moses. Brother, brother, ask a question right quick. I want to. I want to kind of. Does it go along with what's going with with this topic? Yes. Go ahead. You're uh, muted. Sorry about that. He asks, are y'all trying to compare Elijah Muhammad and War of D. Muhammad like Noah to his son? Yes, on a spiritual level. And one thing that we ask you to do, dear brother, is to pull out your Bible and find the verse where it talks about that there will be a man in the last days who will come in the volume of the book. So when you 
listen to the Honorable Minister Lewis Farrakhan Savers Day lecture. He also mentions, you know, a man coming in in the volume of the book, meaning that his life will touch every aspect and perspective of every major uh, prophet or every major figure that is in the scriptures. So that's how we are able to draw parallels between the 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 the, 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 the scriptural stories and what's taking place in everyday reality right now. Indeed, and that's a sister, by the way. Okay. Yep. I know it's late. Man, I hope we can get to that part with the minister. And I, I really don't like to hold you so long. And but I will come to where I'm going if you just bear with me in a few minutes, beloved brothers. If you trace the Honorable Elijah Muhammad's life and study the lives of the prophets in that man's 44 years, he fulfilled it all. Brothers and sisters, as the Old Testament closes, it says, end of the prophets and it closes saying Elijah will come Mm. the New Testament is not prophecy because if you study the New Testament all the way through Matthew, Mark, Luke and John Romans by Paul and John the Revelator, most of them keep repeating the prophecies of the Old Testament. So the New Testament is a testament of fulfillment that starts with a virgin giving birth to a child. Wow. I agree with you, Brother Muhammad, that in one sense, uh, He is like Mary. That's true, too. But dear beloved brother, we can't just look at prophecy from one side. Prophecy has many angles to it. And I don't know whether you heard the messenger say this, but he said when you look at my word, look at it from above it, from beneath it, from this side, from that side, because you can't take my word surface, there's depth. As there's depth to God, there got to be depth in God's Word. Mm. And if you don't go deep enough, you'll be a superficial, surface felt. And lo, I come in the volume of the book. Brother Muhammad, the messenger did say that he was the Jesus. Uh Uh-oh. He did say that. I didn't come here tonight with all of the ammunition and because I didn't know Listen. that uh, I would be having to prove this. See, he didn't know about this. He, it, was like, it was almost a surprise. Listen. Tonight. Brother Bay didn't tell me this. When I talked to Brother Bay, honest to God, brother, I said, no, sir. 
I don't want to be a part of no beauty contest. That we come forth and strip down and show our wares and let the people make a choice. I tell you, brother, the people ain't watching. Wow. Hell no. Listen to this. God is independent. He don't need none of these. He put his word out that it take it or let it alone. We ain't got to prove a damn thing either here or no place else. If you fuck God, stand on God. If you ain't for God, get the hell out the way. God is the final judge. Come on. Teach. I told this brother on the telephone that I didn't want no kind of thing like this with Brother Muhammad. Listen. And I wouldn't be a party to that. Do you know why? Because a devil mm. don't like what Silas Muhammad is doing. And the devil don't like what Brother Farrakhan is trying to do. I know right. that. Good point. And I don't want no slick crap in the between us mm. trying to force us to clash with each other while these little spectators get a front row seat to see what? Come on. Mm. Hell no. Mm, 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 mm. I could walk out of here right now and say to hell with it. That don't prove that I'm wrong and it don't prove that you're right. That's right. The proof of right and wrong is out there in the field. There's a big field of waiting the wide awake man to work out in. Try your rod in the field. That's where God will be manifest. Come on, man. Not That's where God going to be manifest. Lack of understanding or misinterpretation. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let him finish this point. Okay, okay, cool, cool. Sorry about that. And Brother Bay will tell you. If- okay, go ahead. Oh, yeah, no, I was saying just, uh, just to give people context. You know, um, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan is literally speaking to brothers and sisters who are part of other branches, you know, that they consider themselves Nation of Islam too, but they don't follow the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. These are also students of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, but, you know, there, there's uh, confusion, there's division between the students on who is the real, who's supposed to be in the messenger's place. You know, in the honorable minister, what we're hearing is the honorable minister Louis Farrakhan uh, addressing them face to face, you know, and, and, and he's speaking directly to them and he's saying that we're not going to allow anybody outside of what we have to cause division among one another. And I didn't come here to basically have a cat fight with y'all because I have a mission and I respect your mission. I just hope that you will respect my mission. Indeed. Edin uh, Parra says, uh, so she was a virgin and she gave birth. See, that's symbolic. Uh, see, because, brother, we are a we are like that Mary who never had an intimate relationship with God. And so you have to remember, we are a dead people. When it talks about giving life to the dead, we're not talking about something spooky where we're going into the grave physically and raising somebody up. But we are going to the grave of the mind. We're going into the grave of the mind and we're waking brothers up by giving them sight to the blind. 
uh, making the deaf hear, making the dumb speak by giving them the truth and reality of God. So we as a people never had that real intimate relationship with God, that real reality of God coming from the teachings of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. So once Master Far Muhammad came to us, who was like a Virgin Mary, his word gave birth to a Jesus from our midst who was once dead. He was a dead man, dead mentally and spiritually. And he rose up as a Jesus from among us. Now he was using that same word that he received to give life to the dead, sight to the blind, make the dumb hear. Uh, I'm sorry, make the dumb speak, make the deaf hear. And now he has empowered us to go out and give life to the dead as well. So that's just a symbolic thing. Not nobody going in, having mm-hmm. sex with a uh, uh, with the woman as a ghost. See, the Quran even said that we spent, <laughs> that we sent the spirit in the form of a well-made, a well-made man. man. See, because spirit is not independent of material, it's dependent on material. Like this light bulb and this electricity. The electricity is unseen. However, it is seen through the conduits that we can see. So you can't necessarily mm-hmm. separate it. And also, just to add on that, just to give people a basic understanding of the scriptures, you know, these prophecies are what we call pre-written history. And there were uh, uh, there were men who wrote history in advance. So that's why the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan stated earlier in the video that the New Testament is fulfillment. So when we talk about the nation of Islam uh, falling when the minister mentioned that there was a, a second death and a second resurrection is because Jesus had prophesied that Jesus of 2,000 years ago said that my temple would be torn down, right? And during those times of the messenger, we call, we didn't call them mosques. We called them temples. And he said that my temple would be torn down and it would be resurrected in three days. Right. That three days is is uh, is symbolized the three years that it took for the nation of Islam to be reestablished. And that's uh, how scripture works. Uh, a real Anissa sister. We don't really have time to be quoting scripture right now. I'm really pressed on time. So we don't have time to be going into it. Everything that we saying, you can go verify it if it's coming out the Bible. Go verify it if it's coming out the run. I, 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 out the Quran. I do it for you this time, but I'm really trying to speed this thing up because I got to go in a minute. But you looking at Surah 1917, sister? It says, "Out of her people's sight, we sent our spirit to her who stood before her in the shape." Of a well-formed human being, or in some other translations, it says in the form of a well-made man. man. Surah nineteen seventeen. So just go look it up. I'm sorry for the lack of time, but we don't have time to be stopping, going there, going there. We're trying to really. I'm trying to get Joseph to this was point. his daddy. Joseph was the daddy. Simple man that I told him that. I said, "Well, brother, if brother Muhammad Abdullah and brother um." Silas Muhammad and whoever else is coming on Friday, I said, I, I won't be there on Friday. I said, I just came to talk to the Muslims, to let the Muslims search Brother Farrakhan and question me. That's all I came for, because I'm your brother. And I don't love one of the messenger's followers. I love them all. And I'm not trying to be no big shot, brother. I ain't never been no seeker after fame, but I have a weakness. And God exposed the weakness in my fall, just like you have a weakness. And God exposed yours in your fall. Yes, 
So what if you woke up first, brother? Mm. Hell, there were many that woke up and saw Master Farad Muhammad before Elijah. That don't mean anything. God is the answer of it all. He knows the planting. He knows the reaping. He called you forth, brother, and he called me forth. You didn't call me. Come on. Listen to this part. You did not call me, brother Muhammad. When you were in Chicago, I was in Los Angeles talking with your wife, and she's the first one that told me you had gone to Chicago. I applauded your courage, but Brother Muhammad, you don't know what I was doing behind the door because you and I never talked. Now, the reason, right. I, the reason I wanted to play this, and I'm going to get right back to it, because there's many people who say, well, before the minister stood back up, such and so-and-so was out there in the streets, such and so-and-so, mm -hmm. so what? That's basically right. what the minister, it don't matter who was called first. God right. is that judge. So you don't know what the minister was doing behind closed doors if you wasn't with him day to day. You don't mm -hmm. know what was going on. So it don't matter who rose up first, per se. Right. It's about the work. So that's right. That's what the minister saying here. So he responded to a lot of stuff that's being said today, actually. Yeah, that's deep. I'm not saying this to be smart. I'm saying it out of love and concern because we should never let the devil come between us for no damn petty vanity. Come on. No. When he first wrote this letter to Wallace Muhammad, we met in Hollywood. I said, brother, I agree with 99% of what you wrote. And I wasn't lying to him. I said, brother, if you want to be successful, don't say you're the prophet like Moses because the believers... They only know the messenger as the messenger of Allah, and you won't get them up off the ground. Wisdom, boy. That was my advice. So many people ask me, Brother Ben asks, man, how do I know that you're going live? How do I know when you're producing a podcast? And I saw you also just made $130,000 in two days. Well, there's a way that you guys can get informed from us via text message. All you have to do is text 50K to 210504 four zero nine four and we'll give you more information with free game and we'll let you guys know how we made a hundred and thirty thousand dollars in two days text the word 50k to two one zero five zero four four zero nine four we'll give you updates notifications and let you guys know how we made a hundred thirty thousand in two days peace but brother muhammad feels this deeply and he has every right to go before the world if he believes this. Nobody got no right to stop him and we will stop anybody that try to stop him. But I don't know nobody but the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. Uh. I'm not calling nobody but the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. I want to be a prophet like Moses but I don't want to call myself a prophet because the day of prophets is gone. This is the day of God. Prophets represent God in the absence of God. God is present. You bear witness he's present. We are done with prophets. We've come now to the time of God. You are a God. Come on. Teach. God do this kind of work raising men from the dead but you're not doing it on your own brother Muhammad you're doing it on the word of Elijah Muhammad mm. your prophecy the end of the prophets came when the last book came and that's the Quran and until a new book comes you've got to call yourself an apostle or a messenger but the messenger was gentle with us 
He said he was a messenger, but he's actually the reflection of God. Christ. But we weren't able to see that. The virgin could mean the messenger. He was like a woman to Master Farad Muhammad. He told me how Master Farad Muhammad wooed him just like a man who's a woman. That's what he said to me. He said, brother, they would be out in the Chevrolet and it would be cold. And he would say, are you cold? And he would pull the messenger closer to him till the messenger fell so much in love with Master Farad Muhammad. He wanted to talk like him, walk like him, be like him. And that's the way a man is supposed to have his wife like that. So when he put the truth in the Honorable Elijah Muhammad's brain like a man put the sperm in the womb, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad could only bring forth children that look like God. You are the son of God. And I am a son of God, but I'm a filthy son that needs to be purified. That's all. Think about that. No, I'm not coming to you out of no holy bag. I'm not coming to you saying I don't have no faults. Man. I'm not coming to you saying that I have not sinned. Did y'all hear that, man? He said when he gets the word, the spirit of God, he can only give birth to the, the children of God. of God. Good God almighty, boy. No, I have. But I pray to Allah to forgive me for what I did against myself and against the Lord who taught me what I know. I'm coming to that in one minute. Come on, come on to Some of you <coughs> Brothers The messenger The black man is a virgin The come black on. nation is like a woman Come on The messenger in the history of Jesus said Mary <laughs> And Joseph were childhood sweethearts We'll go to history He said and at the age of six they were engaged to be married. It's revelation. This is not his teaching in the history of Jesus. It's revelation. You take it or leave it. He said, oh. when Joseph came unto Mary under that cover. Okay, part seven. We're on part about seven. about someone like Snoop, who's a, who's a good friend of mine, and we, we pretty much that's know. That's like Sway. Yeah, that, yeah, that's Sway. Part seven. Darkness with the goat's beard. That... Mary was supposed to wear <laughs> Joseph Ward, is that right? He said this was a sign of Master Farad Muhammad coming in the clothes and flesh of a devil to get up next to the black man to start impregnating with the truth, mm. with a messenger. And the black nation in America produced a messenger. And that messenger was a little Jesus that grew up and he, Elijah, opened your eyes and mine. And every one of you whose eyes are open under the power of Brother Silas Muhammad's righteousness and truth, it is Elijah's power on him. That's right. Or Moses' power on him that opened your eyes. And if I raise a dead man and clean the brothers up by the power of God, it ain't me working. It's Elijah working in you and me who believe in that man. 
Oh, brothers and sisters, can't you see that the messenger worked among us like Jesus was among the people? Mm. Oh, brothers, sisters, the man raised Lazarus from the dead. The messenger's fame spread around the world because he got junkies and wine heads and thieves and pimps and prostitutes to clean up. That's how the world got to know Elijah Muhammad. That's how they got to know Jesus. And when Jesus, I, I got plenty, just need a little water. When Jesus, are you listening? I know it's long, I know. See, but I have to come back to you, Brother Bay, because if you had done it like we had agreed in the beginning, we wouldn't be here till 12 o'clock. Mm. But you see, brother, this is the day of our manifestation too. Yours as well as mine. See, if uh. you made an agreement with me, Brother Bay, and your word is your bond, I'm not going to tell you how to run your show, but we agreed that I would come tonight and talk to the believers and the Muslims alone. Yes, we did, brother. Today at the airport. Yes, sir. So now, now I, you know, I heard a lot of the ministers' material, and this is one I've never heard before, mm -hmm. right? So, so basically, I don't necessarily want to use the language setup, basically, or that's, sabotage, that's, 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 but that's, that's, that's what it's kind of sounding like. Yeah, it seemed like the minister's basically saying, you know, it was a setup. You know, he wasn't expecting them to be there, and so he was kind of unprepared. Not mentally, but he, like that's why he said, if, if I would have known, I would have had my notes. So he didn't come right. here to do that. He was just invited in, and then they end up being there. Right. So th this is you said Bay that's up um, North California, Northern California, right? I'm not sure. They were just. I think it's Oakland. Uh, your Muslim bakery. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's that's you said Bay from up north. Okay. Yes, sir. Brother says, well, brother minister, I mean brother Silas Muhammad is going to speak. This is the first time I know about it. Mm. Now, if we thought we were coming here for a big debate, I'd have had my briefcase loaded, too. <laughs> yeah, you tell a man, load up your gun and tell me to come to a tea party. And then when I get there, the trap is from. But the Army Elijah Muhammad told me they would dig ditches for me, but I wouldn't fall in it. Come on. And I'm not wow. falling in no ditch that nobody did, you or anybody else in here. I'm independent of everything but Allah and his messenger. And I ain't bowing or begging a damn soul to walk behind me. Come on. I don't need nobody to walk behind me. I want us to walk behind the Honorable Elijah Muhammad and rebuild the house that a devil and hypocrite have torn down. And if that's what you want and that's what I want, we can't be no damn sidewinders. Come on. Take it, fellas. No. You got to purify too, brother, just like me and all of us. That's right. And we got to come straight, and we got to come clean, and we got to come right. He's spanking you, brother. You said that. See, a Muslim <laughs> can be a real treacherous thing when we start deviating. Mm. We're the most wicked when we go astray wow. because mm. we can become deceitful. Teach with a smile and hypocritical with a <coughs> smile and low down and rotten with a smile but don't mean nothing that we say. Mm. If I hadn't showed up here tonight, 
what would the result be? Would I read in the, the Messenger magazine, Farrakhan reneged on a debate with Silas Muhammad? Would I read that I passed down from Silas Muhammad? That's my brother. I ain't backing down from him, but I'm not fighting him. We got a bigger enemy on our damn on. back than one Ooh. another. That's right. What is this set up for? What is behind the mind that set it up? Mm. We want to know where everything is at. If you read message to the black man, you heard the messenger, you know where everything is at. That's right. You ain't following Parkon, you following Elijah Muhammad. We ain't here for no damn personality thing. Sure, Farrakhan can talk, but talking ain't living. Talking ain't anything but a word. But what are we going to do with the word? That man was following the messenger. A soldier like there never was one. Uh, Barbara, when you said, can y'all be quiet, if you're talking about us, uh, you can go watch it yourself. Type in Louis Farrakhan 1979, Your Muslim Bakery. If you want us to be quiet, you just go check it out yourself and in your right. free time. But we back, right, back that, that had me cracking up. I'm like, back, what? <laughs> back, back, back to the show. This commentary. If you want to watch the movie by yourself, go watch the movie by yourself. Yes, I'm not gonna take nothing from my brother. He made FOI like we never seen FOI before, just like he's making you now. And I'm proud of that work, as I was proud of it then. Brother, I'm not in you. Um, I have to tell you, that ain't in my heart. God didn't make me like that. He made me pleased with how he made me. And he made me pleased with how he made you. You know, the minister told somebody to shut up one time when they was talking about how they bear witness. All right. So if you want to go there, I could pull a clip where the minister, right. a lady, a lady up there was getting mad about how somebody was bearing witness. And he was like, don't worry about how they bear witness. Right, uh, he went off. He went off about two minutes. So if I want to, mmm, teach hard for a minute. If I want to do that, <laughs> I can do that. Come on now, leave me alone now. We're trying to bring you the, the knowledge. Because it's right. not going to take me nor you, but us, to get it done. Time to say this, brother. I love you all, but I think. And we ought to do things according to our word and clean it up. I agree with Brother Silas Muhammad. There was a lot of people sneaking in hotels, sneaking out. There was a lot of people stealing. There was a lot of people shucking. There was a lot of people jiving. Oh, this is back in the day, shucking you know, and jiving. brother, when you ain't never been on that track, you don't know what the hell that track looked like. Till you start going down that road. Mm. Anybody can say what they are, what they think they are, till they've been tested. Mm. I'm telling you, brother, you don't know what it's like to stand up over people, not people like us. Ain't none of us perfect. That's right. But man, you handle a hundred thousand dollars before? When you sell the messenger magazine, you bring the money, you turn it in. Do you pay a bill and, and tell the brother, well, I, I'll be back with it later. See, if you're not faithful over little things, you won't ever be made ruler over many things. Brother, the messenger's whole 40 years among us 
was a preparatory thing to bring about the proper labor and staff for the harvest is right but the laborers ain't nothing but a few the messenger was betrayed by a Judas brother Muhammad you haven't developed to that stage yet that you could be betrayed and if some one of these betray you it's young yet but at the height of Jesus power at the height of his glory Judas betrayed his master in the book of John John talks about Judas and he says speaking the words of Jesus did not I choose you twelve and one of you is a devil you mean could a devil be one of Jesus' disciples? Wow. Yes, there's a devil that did follow the messenger. Several of them. You give your heart over to Satan, he'll twist you up and make you something you never thought you were. Mm. What was Malcolm? Poor Malcolm. Poor Malcolm. Uh-oh. Malcolm didn't know what was in him, but the wise purposes of God began to sift him until it brought it to the surface. Malcolm wanted to be loved by the people, and the devil sifted him. And I walked right there with him, brothers, and sisters, he began to think that the messenger was jealous of him. The messenger ain't got no reason to be jealous of no little two-bit student that he made. That's right. Because the boy could talk, the boy couldn't think. And he proved that after he left the messenger. But the messenger sifted him too. And the messenger knew that Malcolm wouldn't last but ten years and he whispered it in certain circles mm. after Malcolm defected how did Malcolm betray his teacher Malcolm started going on the radio taking truth and giving it a wicked interpretation and God snuffed out his life but left him as an example brother that was the act of a devil the honorable Elijah Muhammad didn't do nothing but good for Malcolm but Malcolm turned on his master you, you got about Go ten more minutes please dang okay we might be able to make it we might yes sir <laughs> My last conversation with Malcolm, okay, here he we said, go. brother, my enemies one day will be yours. As I, said, as I listened to this, uh, as I heard this, you know the minister telling the truth. He has told this so many times and he's never like switched it up, 
says right. something different. He says it the same way every time, even all the way up to his interview with Sway. And I wish it was right. you being an example for me rather than me being an example for you. I didn't know what the hell he was talking about either. But when Malcolm started blaspheming the messenger, he said, Brother Farrakhan, or Brother Lewis, as he called me then, what do you think about it? I said, I think there's no God but Allah and Muhammad is his messenger. I said, uh, I got to go. I lived in Boston then. Malcolm put me in his car and was driving me to LaGuardia Airport. He said, Brother Lewis, don't tell nobody what I told you. I said, no, sir. I'm not going to tell nobody but the messenger. That's right. And I seen him jump. The next morning, 5 o'clock, Malcolm called me and said, Brother, give me a little time before you tell the messenger so I can write the messenger a letter and explain to him why I did what I did. I said, well, brother, I said, it's going to take me some time to get my head together just to write the messenger what you told me. So if you can get your letter off in the meantime, you help yourself. I couldn't sleep. I thought I was going crazy. I went to my study and I opened up this book as Allah is my judge to the 33rd chapter of the Holy Quran that talks about the wives of the messenger. And I ran back to New York, spent my last $30 and said, here it is, Malcolm. He said, I know it. Mm. He knew the truth, but he had grown to hate his master. And that's why he couldn't tell the truth properly because his heart was too full of hate. He's gone. And I stood up and became the spokesman of the man you call Moses. Wallace never was his spokesman. I was his mouthpiece. You can't deny that. Okay, I think it's coming up. I spoke for the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. I made 350 broadcasts. Every one of them approved by the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. Mm. So if you listen to any broadcast that I made where I said Elijah Muhammad was the Jesus, he approved it and sent it out. Think over that. There wasn't one broadcast that came forth that Farrakhan spoke on that Elijah Muhammad did not hear first. Mm. Oh. Maybe a few that oh. he let um, Valora Najib hear, I think. Says a lot. And uh, I think there was a very few. But let's leave that alone. But the real Judas is coming up. Now notice how Judas... Mary and Martha, see it's over women again. Mary and Martha got some ointment and they are rubbing and anointing Jesus' feet. Mm, listen. And as they're anointing Jesus' feet, Judas is looking on. Now evidently those women doing that for Jesus struck something in his heart. Mm. And that's the same thing that happened with the son of David, Absalom. 
saw David's wives and wanted David's wives. Mm. That has both a physical and a spiritual meaning, brothers and sisters. Ooh. Listen, y'all, he teaching. Because Wallace has cohabited Listen. with the spiritual wives of the messenger who were his ministers. Mm. And it's written in the book, wow. 200 men of renown followed after Korah. Wow, and when the Honorable Elijah Muhammad left us, he had 200 temples and 200 ministers, and practically everyone went right behind Wall. Come on, man. Wow. Why did they do that? Why did you do it, Farrakhan? Here it go. Was it because you was a punk? Okay, now listen. This is what I've been waiting for. A little while we going to get it, so... People are always bringing up the minister follow Wallace. He deviated. He did this. He did that. The minister right now is about to explain why he followed Wallace. Now, I want you to listen, listen right. to the minister's heart when he says this, because right. it's really going to give us a, a, in, a, um, a glimpse of the minister's heart, mind and what he really feels for our people and how he really loves us. Now, if you mm -hmm. have a small understanding or you don't have a comprehensive knowledge, you may say, well, if he follow him, how that mean he love us? Listen to the minister carefully here. Get your notepads out and take notes on this part right here. That's right. Come on. I want to let you know, brother, and all of you in here, this ain't no punk talking. If all of these brothers got the hell out of here and went back to where they came from, I tell it just like I see it and die on it and kill on it. Because right. Muhammad didn't make me no faggot. And I didn't shut my mouth February 26, 1975 because I was afraid. Mm. You don't know the inside of me until you ask me or ask God. And I know if you tell me that God revealed to you that I was afraid, I'll tell you, bring your God and I'll kick his butt. Because he'd be a damn <laughs> There wasn't no fear in me. Come on, watch this. Just like some child nigga came to my house the other day and told me what his God revealed to him that Farrakhan was dipping in the treasure. I said, go what? bring your God and I'll snatch his so-and-so tongue right out his mouth and yours along with him. I ain't never taken as much as a dime or as little as a penny from the nation. Come on. And I'll mm. die on that and I'll kill on that. I've been lied on, I've been slandered, I've been evil spoken of. That's why I came to see you. Mm. So you could see the man that you've been hearing all this crap about and look at me, listen to me, feel me, Ooh. question me if you want me. Come on. Listen, y'all. No, you don't know me. And I think if you don't know me, then let's get acquainted. Let's get acquainted. Brother and sister, when I started rising and becoming popular, now remember, no man can see himself. He needs his brother as a mirror to help him see himself. That's right. I don't know how I look to you all. I thought I was fairly humble. Look at this. But I kind of found out later that I was a little arrogant, mm. kind of proud, and, and I loved God, but I kind of sort of loved some of the world, too. Think about that. Allah knew that, and the messenger knew all of that, because he could see into men mm. and women. And nobody come and sit at his table to fool him. 
He just maneuvered you in such a way that you didn't even know you were being maneuvered. Mm. You just showed your total self. Wow. Oh, brother, the man was and is a master. And he masters us right now from wherever he is. If he's in the grave, he's a master. If he's in heaven with Allah, he's a master. Wherever he is, he's the master of what's going on right now. Mm. He told me once about Elisha. When they put Elisha down in the grave, and said the bones of a dead man shook in the grave. He said, do you know what that means, Brother Farrakhan? He ruled from said, the no, grave. I said, no, there, Papa. He said, that means that Elijah ruled from beyond the grave. That's right. He said he was so great, he reached out from beyond the grave to guide the destiny of men. Mm-mm-mm. Brothers and sisters, as I begin to get popular, the word was... Whispered about a hypocrite is going to rise up. Listen, y'all, listen. It's going to make Malcolm's work look like the work of a little child. Dang. How many of you heard that? Raise your hand. It's history, right. y'all. It's history. And how Woo! many of you who heard it had your eyes on me? As that chief oh, hypocrite. Wow. Yeah, you did. Maybe you ain't got courage enough to raise your hand, but I'll raise my <laughs> your hand for you. I mean, it was a hell of a thing for me to come to San Francisco and know that in the Bay Area, I was being called secretly a hypocrite. Mm. I'm preaching the messenger with all my heart. And brothers, you know who that next hypocrite's going to be? Yeah, fire coming, man. Watch fire coming. And God had you watching me so the real one could come up and mm. slip in like the scriptures. Wow, look at that. He said he had, oh, said he had, him, had him watching the minister so the real one could slip in. The 42 fight. Here we go. Part 8. Here we go. Part 8. Let me get to part 8. This finna get heavy. This finna get deep. Taking truth and giving it a wicked interpretation. And God snuffed out his life but left him as an example. Okay, hold on. Stop. Mary and Martha, see, and I'll die on that. And I love God, but I can't when they put Elisha down in the... Okay, maybe I don't... The kingdom of heaven is likened unto a man who sowed wheat in a field, and while men slept... Hold on, y'all, let me find... You're not going to use Farcon as no cover for your own damn hypocrisy. Been allowed. Did we already touch on this? No. He know. Oh, let he know that man should have been wise enough to see this. Oh, here you go, right here. Done to a man who sowed wheat in a field, and while men slept, an enemy crept in and sowed tares in among the wheat. Here you go, right here. Here you go. Say, well, how could Farrakhan fall with all that he know? That's what they say. That's what all they say. All that he know. That man should have been wise enough to see this. That's what you say. Mm. But I want you to go back and pick your words out of your brains and go back beyond Farcon. That's just a little fella. I ain't nothing but a few day old baby. But what about the God? The gods who had all of the knowledge who fell asleep and allowed a devil to rule. Think about that. Ooh. You're going to go back and attack them? Come on. 
for what's written? No, no, no. You're not going to use Farrakhan as no cover for your own damn hypocrisy. Come on. You're not going to throw no stones at me to hide your own crap. No, this is not Salam. No, no. This is, is, not this, this is your Muslim bakery. Oh, yeah. 19, yes, 1979, your Muslim bakery. Um, 1979. I'll take mine, but damn it, you take yours. Listen, y'all, listen carefully here. Now, brother and sister, I'll tell you why I never fought Wallace D. Muhammad publicly. And you can check it. I put my life on what I say. If you find me lying, just kill me. That's all. I'm just as bold in what I'm saying as brother is in what he's saying. I die on it. Now, brother Muhammad, I'll say this. See, I ain't... I didn't get no authority behind no closed door. I got my authority to do what I'm doing directly from the mouth of the messenger of Allah in the view of thousands of people. Mm -hmm. I know what he said to me privately, which you don't know, and if you don't believe, it's immaterial to me because if God is with me, can't nobody do nothing with me. That's right. And if God ain't with me, if all of you came with me, you'd be making a terrible mistake. So popularity ain't got nothing to do with this. It's what God and the messenger had in mind. Now many of these ministers, during the height of all of this talk of hypocrisy that this new hypocrite was going to rise, the theology of time came. And the messenger, I was sitting in the back of the ministers and the messenger called me out and sat me down in, in the front row. He said, I want you down front, brother, where I can keep my eyes on you. It could mean evil, it could mean good. Depending on how you look at me and how you look at the messenger and what you got in your own heart. Right. <laughs> When I sat down on the front row, the messenger looked at me and said, <laughs> and told me to sit down in his seat in Chicago. I was so scared I didn't know what to do. Listen, listen. The next week I came back, Rasul made sure I had a seat on the front row. Rasul. Then the messenger said, where's my minister? I hear him. Come on out here, brother. I stood up. I said, yes, sir, the apostle. He said, no, come right on out here. I stood right by his side, and these are his words. He said, when you see this brother, look at him. When he speaks, listen to him. And whatever he tells you to do, do it. That's right. And whatever he forbids you to do, don't do it. He said, but this brother will get you across the river. Yes. 
And when he gets you safely to the other side, he's not going to say, look what I have done. He's going to say, look what Allah has done. Now, believe me, brother and sister, I was tore up. I don't know what the messenger was talking about. Think about this. I went on back and faded into oblivion. Mm. 1975 comes up. No, 74. Wow. You got to hear it. So you know, because I might not be coming back this way no more either. But I'll tell you something. Something is coming behind us. Because I'm not before you or you of myself. I didn't come back from the grave on my own power. So what were you doing in the grave in the first place? Give me five more minutes. <laughs> if you want to know why I didn't stand up. Come on. Teach on that. Brothers and sisters. Nineteen seventy four. Wallace comes back in. Is that right? That's Wallace right. left his father in 64. Wallace left his father, came back in 65 and repented. Wallace left his father in 67. And in his own Bilalian news, he said, when he made his pilgrimage to Mecca, he said that he would oppose anybody, even members of his family, if they didn't follow the way of Prophet Muhammad. He's a his wow. mm -hmm. In 1967, he told his father straight to his face, I ain't never believed in that man, Master Farad Muhammad, that he was God. Mm. Wow. He came back in 70, I think 70, and left in 71. And when he heard the messenger was getting sick, he slipped in. Now remember, the women that was anointing Jesus' feet, this old slick Judas hypocrite hid his hypocrisy behind a firm resolution. Come on, man. I don't know, brother, about him being your brother. I wouldn't want nothing like that as my brother. He's a devil. And if he submit, that's between him and God. But Noah's son was killed. Absalom was killed. Judas went out and hung himself. And every day that Wallace opens up his mouth, he's hanging himself. Now, brother, he started hanging himself when he got in his heart the sick idea that he was greater than his own father. That's the words of Iblis in the Holy Quran. I am better than you. And the Holy Quran says, when the devil said, respite me till the day when they are raised. And Allah said, surely thou art of the respited ones. 
And the devil said, I'll come at them from before them, from behind them, from the left side and from the right side. And you're not going to find most of them thankful. I will make all of them deviate. And Allah said, whosoever follows you, I will certainly fill hell with you all. And just like Allah makes everything according to this Holy Quran in pairs, there's a physical manifestation of that Judas and there's a spiritual manifestation of that Judas. There's a physical manifestation of that Korah and there's a spiritual manifestation of that Korah. For wealth is not only money, wealth is wisdom, wealth is fame, wealth is reputation. Mm. All of that is considered wealth. Now, brothers, sisters, when Wallace came in, he said from his mouth later that every time he came back, Raymond Sharif would question him. But this time when he came back, his father wouldn't let Raymond Sharif question him. Mm. Now, we got to ask why. Why? Come on. Why did he let him back? Why did he put him in the ministry? Why did he give him the exalted position over temple number two? Why? It was time that the scripture had to be, to be fulfilled. Woo! Boy, he was wise, man. The master was about to be betrayed. Listen to this, y'all. You can't betray him until false witnesses arise. You can't betray him until the true witnesses are silent. And then when the true witness is silent, then the false witness sway the court. And the court mm. crucify him and took a thief in the place of the Jesus. And I'm Mother. telling you, Wallace is a thief. Mm. He stole the house. Mm. He stole the affection of the people of his father for himself. He stole a seat that wasn't ordained for him, but he mm. can't remain in it too much longer. Because time is up. Yeah. He's a liar and a thief and a murderer. How is he a murderer? He killed the spirit of life in the people whom God had raised to life. He's full of envy and jealousy and hatred of his own father. If he was greater than his father, why the hell did he go out and build up his own temple? Why did he have to come in surreptitiously? Come right on in. He came in like a sneak thief. You know what I'm saying is right. It's fact. Why did he fall for it, brother? There you go. You don't know this, maybe, but when Wallace came back and his father was in Mexico, sick. Wallace started moving about the country, solidifying. I know, son, I'm here long. Son, everything going to be all right. Look, look, brother, I know you can't understand what we're doing, but what we're doing is so important for the future of the whole nation. Because if the brothers in this room come together, the nation will be built. And if the brothers in this room don't come together, the nation's still going to be built. That's right. But ain't nothing going to stop the words of Allah. 
นะโอ้ยูเอสคิดว่าอยู่ในโอกาสฉันได้เอฟบีไอเฟลส์จากสิทธิประโยชน์ของข้อมูลสารสนเทศบริษัทและสิ่งที่ฉันคิดว่าคุณสามารถอ่านได้ว่าอะไรกำลังเกิดขึ้นในประเทศนี้ที่คุณมีทรัพย์สินที่ดีและสินเชื่อมุสลิมมากที่สุดมุสลิมไม่ใช่ลายและตีนและขัดตรงนี่พี่น้องและพี่สาวเชื่อในพระเจ้าและเขาทำการใช้ชีวิตแบบนี้ใช่มีแต่ความผิดพลาดและความแตกต่างแต่เขาไม่ใช่ข้อกำหนดเขาเป็นแค่เหตุผลเพราะพระเจ้าตัดสินใจของพวกเขาในพวกเขาจะออกมาว่าพวกเขาและพวกเขาและอีกประเทศที่มีเอฟบีไอรัฐและพวกเขาก็มีเอฟบีไอ Agents of the Russian government, secret police in the nation of Islam. Right up around the messenger were hypocrites and agents of the devil, and the messenger knew it and wrote on it in 1971, saying, "How can we make progress with hypocrites on the panel?" He had to devise a trial that would separate the hypocrites. Wow. All right, I'm just about finished. Think about that, boy. Wallace came to New York City. Came to the FOI. Showed up one Saturday morning, unannounced. Came in Friday night and talked to Captain Yusuf Shah and my secretary. Ain't told me nothing, but they had their plan working. Mm. The next morning, they called me and said, "Brother Minister, Minister Wallace Muhammad is here, and he'd like your permission to address the fruit." I said, "Permission? Of course he can, but let me come down and introduce him." I ran down and was so glad to see him because everybody that loved the messenger loved Wallace D. Muhammad. All of us loved him. And I introduced that man in his own tape. I said, "This is the one that the messenger wanted to help him in this work." And when I brought him forth, he said, "You and me don't have no problems." I didn't know what he meant. What? And then he started talking, mm. real independent life. And then he said, "Master Farad Muhammad was more a savior of white people than he was black people." What? Antennas went up. <laughs> oh! Then he turned and around at me and said, "Brother Farrakhan can keep his post as the national representative if he obeys the law. Hmm. But if he breaks the law, I'll sit him down. Ten million of you don't like it. You just have to get used to it. Listen. I didn't know where all that was coming from. Listen to this." In the back room, we talked. Wallace moved to Los Angeles. Got all the laborers here. He moved into Atlanta. Got all the laborers. Yeah, this please. This dude Jermaine please. talking about, bro. Is this the way of justifying selling whole life insurance? What the oh, hell is no. you talking about? Get oh, out of no. here. Get him out of here. Nobody even talk about no dang insurance. Get out of here. Finally, the messenger is back in Chicago in the hospital. Looks like he's getting better. Then he takes a turn, quote unquote, for the worse. 
and the stuff is flying. They keep asking me, come to Chicago, see the messenger. I had a little cold, but I used it as an excuse. I said, no, I don't want to see the messenger because I got a cold. And I don't want any germs for me to make him any worse. Mm. But in my heart, I knew that wasn't my reason. My reason was I felt they were calling me there to swear allegiance to Wallace, and I wasn't swearing no allegiance to nobody, not as long as my messenger was here. That's right. Finally, I wouldn't go on February the 25th. Now, February the 23rd, it comes out in the headlines of the Chicago Defender, Wallace D. Muhammad, to uh, head the nation if anything happens to uh, Messenger or Muhammad. Valora Najib called me and said, do you know what that man did? He put it in the paper. All right, listen to this, y'all. I don't know what's raging out there in Chicago. I'm in New York. February the 25th, I get a call from my son who was standing guard outside the messenger's room. My son said, Daddy, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad just passed. Mm. I said, Son, are you sure? Wow. He said, Yes, sir, Daddy. I didn't know what to do. I don't know how you felt, but I was lost. Because mm. the messenger didn't tell me he was going to die. He said, I'm going away for three years. Now, as the minister speaking here, I want us to put our mind into his mind and what he was going through and what he was trying to understand at that time. Listen to right. this. He said, and I'm going away to study, brother. He said, now don't you change the teaching while I'm gone. I'm telling you just what he said. And I don't care if you don't believe me. Don't make me no difference. Because Allah is sufficient as a witness. And I don't play with Allah. Brother, he said to me, now nah, brother, he said, what I've given you is just a wake-up message. Mm. He said, but if you are faithful, when I return, when I return, he said, I will reveal the new teaching through you. The new teachings I'm through you. That's his word. Mm. Wait, wait, wait. Brother Ben, brother Ben. Yeah, we got to hold. We got to keep going. We, gotta, uh, we uh, ain't got uh, that much time. <laughs> you figure out what happened in my mind. He said he was going for three years, he's coming back. Well, what does that mean? If he's dead, if he's gone, what can I do? I got confused. Listen. And I said, well, man, I can't. Even though he told me that I could sit in the chair as a father over the house in his absence, he said that too. But I can't lie to you. I can't play no games with your life. This ain't about a game. Listen. And if I didn't think I knew what the next step was, I couldn't sit in the seat. Listen. So on February wow. 25th, I That's got on a plane and went to Chicago, called Elijah Muhammad Jr. and told him I was in town, then looked at the TV, and on the TV was Jeremiah Shabazz, Abbas Rasul, and Kareem Hassan, saying that Wallace Muhammad is the new leader and Jeremiah Shabazz was the new national representative. I had been wiped out just like that. Mm. Wow. I'm looking at this. Wow. I did not know that. 
what the messenger had said. But do- so what he's saying is here, I got I to gotta close out because I got to leave like ASAP. We can come back on tomorrow and kind of go back over that piece. But I want to point out that the minister said at that point, he didn't expect the Honorable Elijah Muhammad to go at that time. So he's like, Right. I don't know what to do. And he didn't want to play with the heart of our people. He didn't right. want to play with our people's lives. So because he didn't know the next step, he bowed down and just followed that. But see, right. an arrogant person would have said, yeah, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad sat me in the seat. Although uh-huh. I don't know what to do, I'm going to still just make something up. But see, that's not the spirit of the minister. Right. And so I think that's so beautiful that he revealed that because if you don't, if, if, without that, context we would think oh yeah he just deviated but it was because he really loved us and didn't want us didn't want to steer us in the wrong direction because he didn't know the step next step to do because he didn't understand what the honorable Elijah Muhammad was saying Man, well, he didn't anticipate the command yep. you know he didn't anticipate the command he said he would have never been able to sit in the house I mean sit in the seat over the house if he didn't uh if he didn't stay quiet you know what I mean because his, uh, he remained silent. He didn't act off the emotion. You know, uh, Allah blessed him anyway. You know, it's just profound. I'm hearing a lot of stuff and aspects that I did not even know. You know, I'm, and I, you know, I, I love studying. I'm blown away by this right now, just hearing it in debt. You know, and there are people now in 2020 accuse the Honorable Minister Lewis Farrakhan of changing the teachings. But we here right now in 1979, this is uh, three years after the, the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad made his departure, where the mess, messenger told him uh, to not change the teachings and through you, Farrakhan, that I will, I will reveal the new teachings. And I, you know, so he kind of gave a disclaimer right there, letting people know that if there are some new teachings that come, it's not that the minister changed them. OK, it's because these are new teachings that the Honorable Elijah Muhammad is revealing through him. So you can't get mad at what the minister for repeating what the messenger had told him from the get go. Yeah. And I'll say this. He said he was going away three years to study. That's what he told the minister. The minister went away, and in three years, the minister came back. So y'all let that sink in. I ain't saying, hey, I don't know what it was, but all I know is he said he was going away for three years. He would be back. The minister went away, and the minister rose the nation back up in three years. So, uh, hey, y'all can take this stuff and leave it alone. There's so much more we can get into. We're going to get into it tomorrow, inshallah. But I think that piece, man, is very important because it brings context on why the minister left. See, our, the people who don't like the minister, they'll never give that context on the minister. That's the right. The minister spoke for himself why he did it, and he'll stand on that. So I thank you guys for listening, man. I thank you, Brother Malcolm, for joining me on this yes, show. Yes, sir. Thank um, you. And, uh, man, inshallah, we get to this thing tomorrow. So, assalamu alaikum. Alaikum, y'all have a black tassel. Alaikum salam, peace. Peace. Hey, listen, family, if you want to learn how to build your own banking system, yes, I said it, build your own banking system. We have a wonderful course, over 30 lessons, 25 hours of content that also comes with a 268-page textbook. Yes, textbook that's going to teach you how to build your own private banking system 
with your family. And let me tell you something. You don't have to be rich in order to do it. Inside of this, go to privatebankingblueprint.com, privatebankingblueprint.com, and we're going to show you exactly how you can build your own private banking system for your family. Guess what? Say buy the credit. Say buy the debt. I'm going to show you how to do it with our private banking blueprint. See you there, privatebankingblueprint.com.